Happy Monday, everybody. Good morning to you. My name is Tim Harris. It's 10 o'clock. That means it's time for Tim with Tim. We do this every day, Monday through Friday, 10 o'clock, uh, usually live. Y'all know it's Monday. I'm not live today. It's my day off. Um, I actually am recording this on Friday. Uh, I don't always say that. I feel sometimes like I'm being dishonest when I say, hey, it's Monday, when it's actually Friday. But most days I'm live, but some days I do pre-record. Um, and I just don't go into all this because I don't really think you care. Um, I think most of you just want, want me to tell you what day it is for the lesson so that you know, have I heard this yet? So anyway, it's Monday. It's Monday. As far as you're concerned, it's Monday. Uh, it's the start of a new week. and the start of a new week in the Word. Uh, we are going uh, verse by verse of the book of Job, and today we're in uh, chapters 19 and 20. Chapter 19 is good, y'all. Chapter 19 is good, so let's jump right into it. Job responds to Bildad. Um, we talked about last Friday how Job seems to be gaining some confidence, and his his replies begin to shift. And I really love chapter 19 for several reasons, but one of them is just the way in which Job just just sounds real human here, especially as he just talks about his loneliness. Remember how in chapter one, when God gave Satan that limited permission to go after Job's flesh, you know, his body. Um, and, and it's true that Job was able to afflict, uh, Satan was able to afflict Job's body with terrible pain, sores, disease. Um, but now it's it's as if the the words of the friends cut deeper, you, you know? I know, I know, no. They say, you know, sticks and stones will break my bones. Words can never hurt me. Mm, wow. These words from Job's friends hurt. They, they just hurt. And if you've ever been wounded by the words of a friend, you, you know what we're talking about here. And Job just says, how long are you going to torture me? How long are you going to try to crush me with your words? You already insulted me 10 times. I mean, I, I don't know if it's exactly 10. It seems like more than 10 to me by this point. But he said, you, you should be ashamed of the way you're treating me. You know, you should be ashamed of the way you're treating me. Uh, even if I have sinned, I, I really, I love verse four and five. Even if I have sinned, it's none of your business. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, seriously. I mean, these guys are now just accusing. I mean, they don't know anything. I mean, nobody can name. And you notice that? Like, they're just like, Joe, you know, you did something terrible. I mean, nobody can name a single thing Job has done. But at the same time, they're so sure that there has to be something, you know. Man, if you don't know what you're talking about, quit talking. But they just won't. And Job just says, man, if, if I had sinned, it wouldn't be any of your business, um, you think you're better than I am. I mean, that, that, in the Hebrew, what he really says is, you think you're better than I am. That's what he says. It's none of your business and you're no better. You know, you're no better. You want to think you're better because you're blessed and you're prosperous and I'm suffering and you use my humiliation as some sort of evidence of sin. I mean, wow. I mean, Job is just, I mean, yes, yes, Job, that's exactly what they're doing, you know? But again, they think they're better because in the moment, their circumstances are better. And you and I do this. I mean, I can't judge you, but I do this. And, and I think a lot of us do, you know? It's subconscious. But, you know, we just see people suffering. We see homeless on the side of the road or whatever. And in the back of our mind, we're thinking, well, what in the world did you do, you know? You know? 
maybe you're just too lazy to work or you know whatever we just we try to create some reason and we don't know a reason but we're in the back of mind there's got to be a reason why you were sitting over there and I'm sitting over here you know and if there ain't no reason then all of a sudden that tells me wait we're not any different I, I could be you and you could be me, you know, but we don't want to think that. There must be some reason why everything in the universe pushes me over here in the direction of being blessed and pushes you over there in the direction of being, you know, down and out, you know, because if there ain't no reason, then we're the same. And that's what Job says. Hey, you're not better than me. We're the same. You don't want to think about that. You want to use my humiliation as your evidence that you're better, but you're not better. I mean, go Job. They're not going to listen to this, but it's still the truest thing ever, and I love it. Go Job. I'm, I'm team Job all the way, y'all. I'm, I'm rooting for Job. I, I really like, uh, again, Job keeps going back to, y'all keep saying that that I am you know, somehow you know, wronging God, but God's wronging me. God is wrong to me. And again, Job, you know, that's not exactly true either, Job, but that's how it looks from Job's perspective. And he keeps going back to, you know, God has blocked my way so that I cannot move. He has removed the crown from my head. Uh, I, I like that line. I like that line because from Job's perspective, you know, I had this royal life and God has removed that crown from my head, and now I'm humiliated. But I, I don't know. I, Job's going to see it by about chapter. I think it's chapter 31. Job talks about a different a different type of crown. We'll get there. And I do think that there is a kind of royalty, a kind of dignity that a person can have in suffering. There's probably more than one kind of crown to wear. And again, I still think that Job's integrity, his piety the way he just will continue in honesty to take his questions and pound on heaven's door. I, I see a real kind of dignity in that, a, a royalty in that. And, and I don't want you to lose sight of that. There is an incredible kind of honor that comes with bearing suffering with grace, you know? And sometimes that's all we can do is, is just sort of accept what we're going through and bear that suffering with grace, you know, and, and Job is doing that and Job will do that and you will too. And so, yeah, there's a certain kind of crown that, that Job can't wear in, in these humiliating circumstances, but there is another kind of crown that he's wearing he doesn't even see. And it's just that crown, as I say, of just bearing suffering with grace. Verses 13 and following, he talks about how everybody's left him. And, and again, I see that. I know that that's true. Uh, when you are suffering, when you're down and out, when you got no money, it's funny how you got no friends, you know. Or just those of us, if you've ever been sick for a long time or or if you've ever lost someone, and I think we've already talked about this, people just lose patience with you, you know. It's like at the funeral, man, everybody's just, oh, you just go right on ahead and cry. You know, I, I'm so sorry for your loss. But give them a month. And they're like, why are you still crying? You know, don't you think it's time you move on? You know, don't you think it's time you cleaned his clothes out of your closet? I mean, you know, and they are so eager to see you move on because the bottom line is they can't do it. They're not, they can't continue to walk with you in your suffering because they just get tired of you. You know, I mean, I'm, I, that sounds harsh, but you know what I'm talking about? You know, especially in the church. We got you on our prayer list, but after a certain amount of time, it's like, what, are, are you still 
you still dealing with that? You know, come on, girl. I mean, you know, we, we are ready for you to move on. And so we move on without you. I mean, I'm sorry. It's human nature. Uh, and I'm not excusing it. And I've experienced it, you know. I mean, when, when you have something that lasts for a long time, eventually people just get tired of, of asking about it, you know, and, and they move on and you can't move on. And there's a loneliness then that comes with suffering that is sometimes worse than the suffering itself. My relatives don't come around, Job says. All my friends are gone. My family's gone. My close friends have all forgotten me. The ones who are still here, I wish they'd leave. <laughs> you know, kind of. I made that up, but you know what I mean? Uh, verse 17, uh, my breath is repulsive to my wife. <laughs> that's terrible. That's just the worst. I'm sorry, that's still so funny, though. You know, it's like of all things, you know, my, 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 and my wife says my breath stinks. You know, thanks, sweetheart. You know, <laughs> that's so terrible. That's so sad. I actually looked that up in the Hebrew to think maybe that says something different. But no, that's exactly what it says in the Hebrew. My wife says my breath stank. I mean, <laughs> that's what it says in the Hebrew. So there you go, man. Uh, thanks, sweetheart. Um, anyway, I, 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 I'm digressing because I really want to get to, well, verse 21, have mercy, you know, cut me some slack, you know, give me a break. Job's crying out to his friends, why, why haven't you chewed me up enough, you know? Uh, but then I love, and you love too, verses 25 to 27, but as for me, no, no, can I back up? I'm sorry, I really want to do that. <laughs> verse 23 and 24, I love this. I'm sorry, I'm finding something, this is so painful, but it's still so funny. Oh, that my words could be recorded. Oh, that they could be inscribed on a monument, carved with an iron sizzle, filled with lead. Maybe my words could be engraved forever in rock. And I'm just thinking, or maybe you could just put them in the Bible <laughs> because his words are recorded. And I just kind of found that funny. And I actually wrote in my Bible, or maybe you could print them in the Bible. I mean, because Job's saying, oh, if just my words could be recorded. And I'm thinking, they are, they're in my Bible. Uh, anyway, verses 25 to 27, this is so good. As for me, I know that my Redeemer lives, and he will stand upon the earth at last. Oh my goodness, Job, it's the gospel. He's preaching the gospel. He doesn't even know the gospel, and Job's suffering leads him to the cross. It leads him to proclaim the gospel. And after my body has decayed, yet in my body I will see God. It's the resurrection. Now he's preaching Easter. Now again, back in chapter 14, I had to say, it sounds like Job don't know nothing about the resurrection, and he didn't. But, but you're just about to watch Job's faith go way beyond anything. I mean, there is a wisdom that comes with suffering, and it's, it's hard to admit, and it's a, it's a hard school to have to enroll in. But I'm just telling you, suffering will teach you things that that prosperity can never begin to reveal so yeah chapter 14 i don't think job knew anything about the resurrection but now he's saying listen this life ain't fair there must be a life on the other side you know if if, if god is a god who rewards the righteous and punishes the wicked well there must be something on the other side of this life because in this life that's not what happens you know, and he's right. He's right. So I'm telling you, suffering will teach you things. Suffering will reveal to you the ways of God in ways that, that like I say, good times just can't. And Job is now beginning to see, 
you know? There must be a resurrection. I must have a Redeemer that's going to come because I don't see him here yet, you know? I know that my Redeemer lives and on this earth, he, he will at last shall stand. And after my body is decayed, it's hard to know what the Hebrew says here. It, it either says without my body or, or in my body, it, it's hard to know. But one way or the other, you say, man, when this, this old body is gone, you know, I'm going to look, I'm going to see God. You know, y'all, that's a resurrection right there. Job's beginning to know some things. Um, I will see him for myself. I will see him with my own eyes. I am overwhelmed at the thought. Man, Job, I bet you are. Because you, you don't know Jesus. You don't know Easter, but you just preach the gospel there. So then he one more time to his friends. What's wrong with you guys? How dare you go on persecuting me? Why do you keep saying it's my own fault? You ought to be, you guys ought to be afraid. You should fear your own punishment. Man, your attitude is worse than anything I've ever done. You're gonna know that there's judgment. Oh man, he's right. Like I say, I think Job's picking up some strength. I said it last week. I think Job's beginning to catch on. I don't have time for chapter 20, y'all, but chapter 20 is a, uh, Zophar, you know, chiming in, you know, he's like, man, I got, Job, I can't take any more of this, you know, I got to reply, man, you are, you're, you're about to, I'm about to, I'm about to have to go off on you, it's what Zophar says, my spirit prompts me, to, prompts me to reply, don't you know, again, notice how, I mean, I know we separate them in many ways, but it's a conversation, and Job just says, I know that my Redeemer lives, and Zophar says, but don't you know that from the beginning of time, you know, the triumph of the wicked has been short-lived. I mean, Zophar can't let it go. He can't let it go. No, no, no. You know, Job, no matter what you think, life is fair. It's always fair. It always evens out. The scales of justice are going to balance, and one day everybody gets what's coming to them, Job. So right now you're getting what you had coming to him. That's what he's saying. I mean, that, that's all he's saying. This is the reward that God gives the wicked. It's the inheritance decreed by God. I mean, Job is gaining some insights, you know, because the Holy Spirit and, and his own life are teaching him things. And uh, unfortunately, Zophar, Bildad, uh, uh, Eliphaz, they don't learn nothing, you know, because they can't open their eyes to a new idea. They can't see what God is saying right here, but they're about to hear it, man. They're about to hear it. God's going to show up and God's going to speak. I, I love it. Anyway, chapters 19 and 20. Uh, it's, it's Monday, y'all. It's my day off. So if you're at Myers, I will see you at Myers later. Um, but anyway, stay in the word, you guys. We'll, we'll pick up right here tomorrow, chapters 21 and 22, Lord willing, 10 o'clock. Uh, I, I don't think I said I love you guys. I really do. I, I love you guys so much, man. I'm loving Job, y'all. Can you see that I love Job? I'm, I'm totally on Job's side. I can't wait to, I can't wait to when God shows up, and he's going to. Uh, so stay with me. Stay in the word, you guys. Listen, enjoy Monday. I will see you in the morning, Lord willing, 10 o'clock for 10 with Tim. Have a good day, you guys.